Thank you for listening to the Celebration Church podcast. For more information about Celebration Church, go to ccacron.org. There you will find information about our church, upcoming events, and how to make a contribution to the ministry of Celebration Church. We hope this message is an encouragement to you. Praise the Lord. Thank you for having us and thank you for supporting us and our mission work in Africa. And I was just thinking as we were worshiping, if I could live my life all over again, I would do the same. I will go back to Africa. I will give my life to the African people because I know God called us to do it. So no regrets, not at all. We'll do it again. And, and just shortly about the video, so, and even the video last night, we didn't make the, the video. It is a Norwegian friend, and he was a priest in the Lutheran church. You know, a priest in the Lutheran church. Then he got baptized in the Holy Spirit as a priest in the Lutheran church. And uh, somehow it, it was okay, but then, then he got baptized in water. You know, in the Lutheran church, you sprinkle water and, on the babies. But now the priest in the Lutheran church, he got baptized in the Holy Spirit and pray in tongues and, and believe in the gifts of the Spirit. He got baptized in water, and it didn't work anymore in the Lutheran church. <laughs> so now he is pastoring one of the biggest churches in Norway, and he, he, is, uh, he is one of our friends, and he comes to Africa very, very often and helped me during the crusades because every crusade in the morning we have a seminar. So he, he helped me teach in, in the seminar. Uh, and he is a wild former Lutheran priest, jumping and dancing and believing in, in Christ Jesus and the Holy Spirit and in the gifts of the Spirit, in the anointing and the signs and wonders and miracles. I love when Lutherans and priests <laughs> so what about the Pentecostals I'm, I'm not talking about Church of God or, or the United Pentecostals but Pentecost, the family of Pentecostals those who believes in the Holy Spirit believes why shouldn't we experience the Holy Spirit amen amen, amen. amen. glory to God so I, I, I mean I just, I just have to tell you this <clears throat> Uh, several years back, we went to Denmark, we went into a company, we bought a trailer, and we shipped it to Africa for our equipment. Uh, and um, we, we told the owner of the, it's a big factory, that uh, we're Christians, we're missionaries, we're Pentecostals. Uh, and when we left, after we made the deal, and he said, I, I, I'm, also, I'm also, also a believer of Jesus, I belong to the Lutheran church. So that evening, he told the story to his family when they had dinner at home. And his oldest son, <clears throat> he had about six, seven months after he finished high school, he had to go to the, to the university in, in Copenhagen, uh, and uh, he was supposed to help his dad in the factory. He said, Dad, I'm bored just going here to get here together with you in the factory. I want to go and see the missionaries in Africa. Then his dad said, mm -mm, I don't think it's a good idea. We are Lutherans, they are Pentecostals. <laughs> I don't know what is wrong with our Pentecostals. We might be dangerous. 
But this young guy, he was persistent and he told his dad, I want to go. I need to go before I go to the university. So they called us. We were still in Denmark. So we met. And I asked the young guy, are you born again? He said, yes, I'm born again. I asked him, are you chasing girls? He said, no. Are you drinking beers? He said, no. Are you smoking cigarettes or chewing tobacco? I said, no. Then I said, you can come. <laughs> so he came. And we went out to a tribe, uh, one of the tribe, uh, some years ago, but uh, it, very dangerous tribes. When you, when you came into the area, there was warning signs. Don't stop. You might get killed. It was the culture. The young man, man has to kill. Not an animal. They, yeah, they, they had some choices. Thank God for choices. And they had to kill with a spear, not a, not a machine gun. They could choose an elephant or a lion, or a human being. I mean, young men, they want to get married, of course. Of course. Of course. So in order to get married, they don't want to kill, but they don't. I mean, they have to kill. Try to kill an elephant with a spear. It's not easy. Uh, <clears throat> a lion is possible, dangerous, but, uh, you know, so they kill mostly human beings. So now... <clears throat> I, I got that idea, we have to give them the gospel of Jesus Christ. So this young Danish guy, he was with me. We went out there. And uh, there were no Christians, not at all. And when we were there, I, I was teaching children in the local school. And when we were there, uh, a war broke out. The neighboring tribes were tired of being killed. And even the government tried to do anything, but he couldn't stop it. So now there was a tribal war, so we had to flee. So we came into a bigger city. I knew the pastor of the church. I asked him, it was Sunday afternoon, can I have a service? Africa is different, you know. We didn't have to announce it. I mean, you don't have any windows in your church building here, but in Africa, there are windows all over because we don't have air conditioning. It's hot, so we need air. So we put up our equipment. We start to worship Jesus, and Africa is loud, loud, loud. Very loud. The nature, uh, the culture is very loud. So it took a while, but not a, long, not a long time. The church was packed with people. I was on the stage. We were worshiping God. And this young Danish guy, he was among the people down there. And suddenly he came up to me on the stage. He said, and he pointed to a lady. And I, I know this lady. And I said, this lady, she is speaking my Danish tongue. I mean, the language, the Danish language. I looked at him, at him and I thought something was wrong. Because this lady speaks two languages, Kiswahili and a tribal language, which is Kinyatulu. So I said, mm -mm, I don't believe she can speak Danish. So he got upset at me. He said, if I tell you she is speaking Danish, she is speaking Danish. Then I got upset at him and I told him, if she is speaking Danish, you are Dane, go down and listen. So he went down again, and this lady didn't know anything. She, her, her eyes was closed, her hands was lifted, and you know what she did? She prayed in tongues, in the Danish language. In the Danish language. I'm not here to tell stories. I know it's evening and some of you are tired, but this is not a good night story. <laughs> this is the truth. Even the day of Pentecost, they spoke different languages. 
And even for me, sometimes in my crusades, when I'm praying, I pray in tongues, and, and people are shocked because I, I pray in the language. I, I don't know the language. So now we finished the, the service, and this young guy, Danish guy, he jumped in my car, and he looked at me and said, you asked me in Denmark if I was a Christian, if I was born again. And I said, I was honest. I answered the question out of my belief. But now I tell you, there's no doubt I'm a Christian. I'm born again. And he's still a Christian born again. Amen? Amen. Amen. So, uh, tonight, uh, God's future for you is always better than your best past. I, I have to repeat that just for myself, you know. Just for myself. God's future for me is always better than the best of the past. Always. 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 So, uh, I, I, I don't know, I don't know you, but some, some it's, it's, I don't know why, but it's always Christians, you know, they, 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 they want to get stuck in the past. Not you, but uh, some of the Christians, you know. <laughs> stuck in the past. It can be the past of your life. It can be you had some troubles and failures and difficulties. And oh, I, I'm, I'm so happy I'm not a pastor. Oh, thank God I'm not a pastor. <laughs> so that's why you should, you should bless your pastor and pray for your pastor. Because it's not easy to be a pastor. To listen to all the complaints. Not, a, not, uh, not from you, but from... Don't get me wrong. I know life can be hard. Life can be difficult. Sometimes we mess it up by ourselves. And sometimes other people mess it up for us. And sometimes we blame, blame the devil. And it might be myself. But I'm here tonight to tell you. Whatever you have in your past. You have to let go of it. You have to let go of it. I, I believe this is the word, not my word, but the, the word of the Lord to, to your life, to your heart. Whatever you experience in the past, you have to let go of it. Yeah. Let go. You can't live in the past. Yeah. There's no way. The past is never coming back. Yeah. You can only live now and in the future. And I tell you, some... Not you, not you, not you. You are, wonder, you are wonderful. You are wonderful, not you. <laughs> but some Christians, not you, they are always praying to God, bless me, bless me, bless me, but they never get blessed. So, what is wrong? Something wrong with God? No. He wants to bless us. He wants to give us the best. He really wants to give us the best. So I'm here to tell you, the best is yet to come. Yeah. Some years ago, I was, <laughs> I was preaching in a, uh, just a half an hour drive from Shreveport, Louisiana, in a small place in a church. And uh, it was the first or second time I came to the church. And, and there was written all over the walls in the sanctuary, the best is yet to come. I mean, I thought this is a wonderful church. I mean, I don't know if they had some bored preachers coming preaching to them, but I got so expired, not inspired, not expired. 
<laughs> I, I mean, I, I mean, I tried to preach, you know, but I was reading all the time, the best is yet to come, the best is yet to come, the best is yet to come. That's typical God. The best is yet to come. So as I was preaching, suddenly, I don't know it was organized or not. I don't know. I don't know. All the kids was attending the service because the pastor said, the missionaries are coming, so the kids, they have to be in the service. Suddenly, all the kids, even the smaller kids, they came up towards me, and I wonder, what are they going to do? And I mean, I, I never experienced something like that. And they, they put something in my pockets and everywhere. I, I was uncomfortable and I looked over to the pastor. The pastor was smiling and said, just go ahead. <laughs> and uh, the kids went around in the sanctuary and, it, and they, they asked for something from, the, from people and they came again. And I mean, when, when I left after the service that night, I was like this. <laughs> Coming back to my hotel room, I emptied my pockets. Oh my goodness, I was a rich man. The best is yet to come. I mean, I had dollars, I had jewelries, I had watches, I had, I mean, everything. All, no, no, this is not a hint. Don't do it. <laughs> but, I mean, the best is yet to come. They proved it to me that God always wants to do the best for me and for you. So God's future for you is always better than your best past. So, be thankful for the past. But even then, don't get stuck in being thankful for the past. I grew up in the church. I'm born in the church. I am. Our church began in my grandparents' home. And then when, when the church building was built, it was next to my parents' house. I attended services before, even before I got born, born, I mean, born. How? In the womb of my mother. She was always in church. And in the old days, you know, there was something going on in the church every day, even Mondays. <laughs> my dad, he was out, uh, he was gone for a long time, you know, he was a fisherman. So I was in church even before I got born. And when I was born, I was sleeping under the pew. When I got a little bit older, I was sitting on the pew. And when I became a teenager, I hated church. <laughs> That's the truth. I mean, I, I think I was wrong, but I, I thought everything was wrong with the church people. I mean, I, all, especially the sisters, you know, the elderly sisters in the choir. <laughs> it wasn't a hint. <laughs> so, 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 so I didn't like the church until I really experienced Jesus. I mean, somehow I grew up with Jesus. I heard about Jesus. I heard the Bible stories and everything, you know. But I had to meet Jesus. I had to be saved. I wasn't saved because my parents were saved. I wasn't saved because my grandparents were saved. I have to experience salvation myself. I have to experience Jesus myself. And when I, when I started to experience Jesus and the Holy Spirit, everything changed. And then, you know, I was young. I'm still young, but I was younger then, that time. So I started to play guitar. And in the old days, in the old days, there was no electrical guitar, you know. It was clinkly clunk, clinkly clunk, clinkly clunk, clinkly clunk, clinkly clunk, clinkly clunk. 
And uh, everyone at church wants me to play clinkly clunk, clinkly clunk, clinkly clunk. And I hate the clinkly clunk, clinkly clunk. <laughs> no, why I'm telling you this? Because, you know, we all have a story. We all, we all have a testimony. And we can get stuck in it. Because I got so blessed when I did it. So I started with my electrical guitar. And I formed a band of young men. Even brought even in drums in the church. Now Antichrist came. <laughs> I'm just going through it very, very quickly, you know. <laughs> very quickly. I'm glad they didn't kick me out of the church. They kept me. But I, I, I found out one thing. When the Holy Spirit came. When the revival was there. It was clinkly clonk. And God used clinkly clonk. And God blessed clinkly clonk. And he had this uh, accordion. Do you remember the accordion? And he loved it. And God blessed it. And God used it. But today, you know, it doesn't work with clinkly clonk. It doesn't work with... I mean, in the beginning in Africa in 74, I mean, the choirs, they didn't have instruments, so they used a Fanta bottle. And, and a piece of iron, you know. And a U-ball from a, a lorry, clink, 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 clink. And, and it worked. It worked. People got saved, not because of the clunk clunk or clink clink. <laughs> but then, 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 then the, the danger is because we remember the presence of the Lord. We were so blessed when we had clink clink. Clunk clunk clunk. So now we, we are stuck in clink clink clunk. But you see, God can use everything. Everything. So, so that, that, there's something God used. and There's some negatives, there's some positives. And there's something God used. And then some people still want to continue with this. And there's no blessings. That's why you have to move on. The, the future, God's future for you don't get stuck in the past because then you never reach the future of God's best for you. I mean, when I saw that video from my crusade, I could cry. I was stuck for, my, for a moment. That's me. That's my life. That's my calling. But I, I don't go back to, to the same crusade. I go to a new crusade. I go to new people, new situations, and he's still doing the same. I mean, I, had a, I always try to involve the local choirs, and, and don't get me wrong, but some of the African choirs are horrible. In my ears, but not in their ears. But one choir I remember, I mean, it was a miracle. They started singing the song flat. And they continued flat, they ended flat. That's a miracle. That's really a miracle. 
And in my ears, it was so bad. I was sitting on my chair and I was complaining to God. And suddenly, suddenly the Holy Spirit got hold of me. He said, listen, if you don't like it, close your ears and worship God. You see, I don't need, I love music. I love wonderful music. I love worship, wonderful worship. But I don't need music or worship in order for me to worship God. I mean, nothing wrong about worship. My wife, she know I'm a worshiper. I can worship for hours. So don't get me wrong. But even some people are stuck with the worship. Well, we, we, no, no, we can't have any presence of the Lord if there's no worship. What are you doing when you don't have a choir? When you don't have worship leaders? What are you doing? Welcome to the mission field. No one even, no, no believers, what do you do? Don't get stuck in it. Just believe it. The best is now. God is now. God is able now. And he always has to, oh, you don't get me, you don't get me, you, you don't get me, you don't get me. You know, some few years ago, uh, coming back to Denmark, I go to Denmark every year, preaching, people looking at me. Then somebody asked the questions, when you die, where do you want to die? I said, what? <laughs> I know we have to die, but uh, do I really look that old? So you think I'm dying soon? I know we are going to die. All of you are sorry, but you are going to die one day. I know some of you are praying, Jesus, come soon, come soon. It's because you don't want to die. <sighs> so when people ask where I want to die, it means I'm getting older. And we are, get, we, we are getting older. What to do about it? <laughs> we are, what are, but then, but you, don't, you, you young people don't understand me. But if you live long enough, you will understand it. You will recall it. Then something can happen to you. It's over. I'm too old. But then I recall Jesus is at least 2,000 years old. He's older than me. <laughs> and he's still doing good. He's doing very good. So even getting older, don't get stuck. Don't just sit down and remember the past. Oh, it was so wonderful when we have this past and this past. When the choir was singing the, those songs and when we this. Uh, it's never coming back. Never. Never, 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 never. Never. Don't get me wrong, but I don't care about your past. I don't know anything about your past. Please don't tell me about your past. I'm more interested, even God is more interested in your life now and tomorrow and next week for the future. Even as a ministry, even as a church. I've seen because I'm getting older. I have some young Europeans. They want to come and help me, but why help me? The only thing they want is my mic. And I don't give them my mic. When I started, I didn't have a mic. 
I didn't have 18 wheelers. I didn't have a PA system. I had a voice. I was just preaching wherever I could preach. I used a stool on the marketplaces. Nobody went together with me and supported me. I went with trucks. I went with buses. I didn't have anything. I started with what I have. And I saw God was good. God saved. Churches were planted. Sick people were healed. And demons were cast out. And now some young people, because they recognize Egon is getting old. I want his mic. Go home. I'm not finished. I need help. I want help. But you don't get my mic. I'm not finished. I'm not finished. Because the future for each and every one, if we follow God, is better than the best of the past. And I think I'm prophesying. I'm very careful when I'm saying I'm prophesying. I'm very, my wife, she knows I'm very careful when I say I'm prophesying. But I believe I don't know anything about you. I did know my friends, but not very good. Because in New Orleans, they were second. We were friends with the pastors. We saw them, we recognized them, we talked to them, we ate together, but we didn't know them. We know them better today. Thank God we know them better today because Pastor Frank and parents are not here. Don't tell them, don't tell them, don't tell them. <laughs> and I don't know anything about you. Nothing, absolutely nothing. I don't know anything about your, 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 your past. I don't know anything about your church. But I, I, I think I'm prophesying. If you want and if you are ready for this church and this ministry, the best is yet to come. And if there are people prophesying the death of the church, they will die themselves. Uh, but we don't know about that. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit was here before you, uh, you got into the world. And he will continue to be here after you're gone. Yeah, but uh, uh, people are doing something stupid stuff. Thank you God for stupid stuff. Don't get me wrong. God is a God of order. But now they are laughing. Laughing? You don't want to laugh? Stop it. The proof of the science is that people who are sad all the time, they shorten their physical life. So if you want to die early, get sour. That's the truth. That's the truth. The joy of the money. No. The joy of the food. No, 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 no. The joy of the Lord is my strength. That's a joy. I know sometimes we are sad, and sometimes we really have to be sad. Because situations happen, it makes us sad. But in, even if, even Psalm 23, if I have to go through the death, the valley of death, the valley of death, listen, even if I have to go through, have to go through, don't bring your camper. Don't bring your camper. You're not stopping, you're just going through. But some people, they are stuck in the valley. Mm. Pray for me, Pastor. No, we want to pray for people. 
But you know I'm an evangelist. You, you, I mean, you're glad that I'm not your pastor. I, I believe in prayer. In the name of Jesus, go and get healed. Don't come back unless you have a testimony. I know it's not working that, like that all the time. That's why we have pastors and counselors. And I'm not good in that area. You devil come out. Not tomorrow, but yesterday. I know everything about hardship in life. But I also know, even in the midst of the, the hardship, don't get stuck. Look to the future. Look to the future. And I, I'm here to tell you tonight, I'm going back to Africa, but I, I really felt impressed to tell you. Look to the future. You have a future as a child of God. It's not over. God has been good to you, but there's more goodness from God. That's more, that's more, that's more. That's more. That's much more than you, you can imagine. You can't even dream about it. That's much, much more. Because the best is yet to come. Glory to God. Listen, God is not against you. God is for you. I don't like when people are against me. Some people are against me. I can't understand why they're against me. I'm a good guy. But some people don't like me. Even some people, they want to kill me. I don't understand it. But now it's not talking about people. It's good when people are for us. It's good. But even if they're not for us, God himself is always for me. For me. For me. God is not against us. Romans chapter 8, verse 31. If God is for us, who can be against us? No, but this brother, this brother, this is... Forget about this brother and this sister. God is not against you. Yeah, but he said and she did. Forget about he said and she did. God is for you. Clear your focus. Be good to everyone if you can. Love everyone if you can. And if you can, just pretend you love them. God, I mean... oh. God do, listen, for you and me, we have the key. If we believe and if we trust, we will experience. Hebrews chapter 13, verse number 5 and 6, God said, I will never leave you. I will never leave you. Sometimes I can't feel God, but he's still there. Because there's nothing about, our feelings are good. Feelings are good. I love feelings, but sometimes my feelings are not there. I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about. I mean, my inheritance goes back to Germany and Italy. It, Italiano, you know, spaghetti, spaghetti, Bolognese, Barcelona, Madrid, you know. Uh, Germany, Gerardaus. <laughs> Feelings are different. We're different of nature, but God never changed. So it's nothing about where I'm coming from. Same in Africa, people are complaining, oh, I'm born in a, in a, in a very poor family. I, I mean, well, I, I tell you, if, even if you're born behind the tail of a goat, don't go around. <laughs> you can change it. How can I change my future? 
Trust in God, believe in God. Faith is always positive. Faith is never negative. Never. I can be negative, but faith is never negative. Never. So God will never leave you and he will never forsake you. So we can say with confidence, confidence. The Lord is my helper. I would not be afraid. You know, when you live in Africa, you have to, you need to have to have some confidence, you know. I mean, it's crazy. That's, so many traffic officers on the road. It's, it's, it, I mean, if you haven't seen it, you can't, you can't believe it. And all of them are there just to get some money off your pocket into their pocket. So um, when, when they stop me on the road, I'm very confident. I can conquer them. I smile. How are you, officer? I mean, I'm ahead of them all the time. I'm just talking. I'm a preacher. So even if I drove too fast, they are too late. <laughs> oh, I can pray for your problems right now. I know the Lord Jesus. I want your money. They don't get a chance. Don't misuse it. I'm not talking about misuse it. But I'm talking about you can change your situation, whatever it is. And even sometimes if you have done something wrong, be ahead of everyone. Be f- I mean, be on your stomach flat begging for forgiveness before they curse you. Bless them. Be humble. Trust and believe in God. Trust that in every circumstances, he is with you and together with you. And he is your helper. Always. Psalm chapter 23, verse number one. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. No, I don't know why. Yeah, sometimes I feel that too, but I'm still reading Psalm tw- chapter 23, verse number one. And I read it from, for the Lord. Sometimes I say, Lord, come here, sit down. I have, I have my challenges, you know. And there's something we have to change for the future. I'm in want. I have some needs. I've been praying and believing, and you don't show up. Maybe you forgot your promise. So now we open the Bible, Lord. And we read the Bible. You said, I shall not be in want. So, of course, I need to read the word for myself, but it helps to read it for him. Because when I read it for myself and I read it for him, it challenges my faith. I don't have to be stuck in the past. I don't have to be stuck in the present. I can move forward. No amens. Verse number six. Surely... I love that. Surely, goodness and love will follow me. Surely, 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 surely. No doubt, no doubt. Oh, brother, oh, pastor, I'm pain. The doctor say I'm going to die. Yeah, thank God for the doctor, but he's not God. I don't understand why. What Christians believe the doctors report more than the God's report. If you believe it, the doctor, he tells you out of his profession. He, he, he can see the disease. He knows the disease. And this is the future for you. But in God's eyes, he sees through the disease. He sees through the difficulties. And he sees that by his stripes, Jesus, we were healed. It's nothing he's going to do. It's already done. 
It's done. So whatever you want to tell me, uh, you, are, you are in such, such a situation, stuck, and, and, and nothing is going to happen, and God is not loving me, God is not helping me, and blah, 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 blah. I want you to turn around with the blah, blah in every situation. You can go back to the Bible. You can read about the people in the Bible. They were stuck in pretty hard difficulties, but when they trusted in the Lord, Lord always saved them always and he is going to save you as well don't get stuck in the past don't dream about the past move about it and go further on there's more to get surely goodness and love will follow i mean follow me follow me follow me follow me follow me i don't have to look for it it's just following me all the days not just some days all the days of my life I think I'm preaching better than you are shouting. <laughs> I get fired up. <laughs> Romans chapter 4, 17. For God, the God who gives life, 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 life. What do you want? Life or death? Life. Life always win over death. Jesus proved it. Jesus died on the cross. And the devil and the demons were so happy. They made a disco in hell. Because they know it was God's son. And if God's son is dying, God is dead. So now Lucifer becomes God. So he threw a party and had, had disco tea. Disco. I mean, they banged the drums and the music. But suddenly in the darkness of the darkness, the light was shining Jesus, he was not only on the cross, he was down there and he took the keys and he rose. I mean, listen, I'm not, no, I, I, please stop me so I don't go there. But even when Jesus was dying on the cross, the earth was shaken and I don't know how many graveyards was opened up and tombs were opened up and, and, and people were, they rose from the death. Holy people, believing God. How do you know? Because one day in Jerusalem, grandpa, she was walking. He died 20 years ago and was buried 20 years ago. And son, whoo! Where are you from? You are dead. I was dead, but something happened. I'm alive. Glory to God. So life always wins. The day of Jesus when he rose from the death. I mean, no, no, I, I'll leave it. The God who gives life. 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 Into your life. Into your situation. Into the area where you are stuck. Life is never about the past. Life is always about future. God who gives life to the dead. <laughs> to the dead. And calls, oh, I have to tell you this, we had a co-worker years back in Tanzania. And before he became our co-worker, he died. Yes, he did. This is not a missionary story. That's the truth. Before he became our co-worker, he died. He was from a little village. They were very poor. They dig the... the, the it's very grim, but they dig the, the tomb, you know. The, and, and they didn't have a... Gasket. So, I mean, they use grass and 
And he was down there, and they were, they were Christians. Now they were ready to pour down the, the soil. And when they did that, suddenly down there, Hachu! <laughs> they had a revival. They took him up again, and he became our co-worker. And he lived for many years. And then he died. A second time, got buried. God, God, who gives life to the death. And calls things that are not as though they were. <laughs> and I'm going to close here. <laughs> He's calling things. He's calling in, into situations that are not as though they were. <laughs> so, I, 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 I understand. I truly understand it, you know. I have pain. But God sees through the pain. Right. I know how it is to have pain. I remember one time was, I got poisoned by food in Africa. And it's like you're dying. That night I will never forget. I'm in both ways. I was worshiping in the bathroom. I thought I would die. And you know, you, you, you need somebody to pet you on your shoulder when you are dying. So, I mean, a lot of noise. It was terrible. It was terrible. You know that feeling. But then I thought my wife, at least, she, she could come and help me. But the only thing, only thing she did, she was shouting, shut the door. And there I could get stuck. My wife, I need my wife. I'm dying. Shut the door. Can you believe it? Look at her. But a little bit later, I, we are watchdogs. And of, of course, the window was open in the bathroom. And I, I, my dog suddenly, I mean, they recognized I was dying, you know. They were outside the window. And all my dogs, they started, the bus is sick. I felt so good. Of course we should help each other. Of course. But sometimes it's difficult to help each and every one, you know. But you help. Most of all, comes from the Lord. Yeah, but I've been a Christian. I've been a member of this church for 15 years. And they should help me. Forget about the 15 years. Or the 25 years. If you've been a member of this church for so many years, you should know where to go. Don't expect all the people pet you on your shoulder because you have some challenges. Go to God who is for you and have a future for you. He's not only petting you on your shoulder, but he is changing your life completely. 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 
you can't imagine what kind of future God has for you. <laughs> one, I mean, one, one time, uh, I don't know if it was a vision or revelation, but I just recognized in heaven there's a storeroom and the storeroom has my name on it. And the storeroom is full of all goodness, mercy and grace and love, healings and whatever you would need for your physical life. But I have to open that door. I have to open, I have to open that door. But if you are stuck in the past, even you can see your name of that door. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. I, I'm telling you, the best is yet to come. Even if I have to tell you 1,000 times more before we go home, I'm ready to tell you 1,001 times more that the best is yet to come. Even if your situation feels like death, no future, no hope, God is speaking to the death. He's speaking to the things, even you can't see it, and it, you will see it, and you will recognize it. I hate the devil. I love God. The devil is a murderer. He kills. He destroys. He loves to destroy the Christians. He loves to destroy ministries. He loves to destroy churches. Don't join forces with the devil. Even if you were hurt, I read all the time, even today on, on Facebook, if you were hurt by a church, forget it. I know it happens. I am be hurt by churches. I personally be hurt with some of my very best pastor friends. Oh, you hurt me 25 years ago. Forget it. You hurt yourself. You have the key to trust and believe in God and go to God. The best is still ahead of you. Forget about the hurt. When you focus on the, on the future, the hurting is leaving you. It departs. I have to close. You are too good listening. I'm preaching too long. I know it. I know it. Please forgive me. But, but, but when I grew up and I felt God called me to ministry, I, I, I grew up in the church. I, I knew a lot of church stuff. I was a kid. I saw it. I heard it. Christians can be terrible. 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 Unbelievable. So there were people, they didn't come to church anymore. And then me, young teenager, just beginning in ministry, the Holy Spirit said, go to those people. I said, me? The elders should go, the pastors should go. But he didn't. Go to them. And my heart, I mean, I walked down the road, I went up to the house, and, uh, and my, my, oh, my, 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 my. Ooh. But I'm so glad I did. All of them were crying. They didn't come back to church, but many of them come back to God. No one. Maybe they, themselves they did something wrong. But God, God don't want you to get stuck. 
in the past? To be honest, God don't care about the past. He cares about the future. Only the future. Only the future. So even I, even I have to repeat myself one time more, I want you to get it tonight. The best for you is yet to come. It is. It's not my words. It's the word of the Bible. It's the sum of the message of God's heart. The best is yet to come. I mean, I could continue to preach, preach, preach. There was a guy, you know, he, he, he didn't follow the plan of God. God called him to a city called Nineveh. Yeah. I mean, he did some testing. Oh, he was, I mean, uh, he was so bad. But finally, after taking that detour, <laughs> he ended up throwing overboard. He thought it's better than I die because it's my fault instead of the other. But I believe God created that fish for Jonah. I'm a fisherman's son. There's no way you can go in there in the stomach for three days and survive. No way. So I believe, I can prove by the Bible, but I believe God created that fish for Jonah. And when Jonah's, Jonah was ready, God was ready too. And he went to the city of Nineveh. It was a big city with at least 100,000 people. All of them surrendered their life to Jesus. There might be a fish for you in the ocean. You might feel you're at the end and you don't know what to do. There might be a fish. It's a miracle fish. When you are ready, the whole city can get saved. The whole family can get saved. The whole school can get saved. It's in the Bible. God is not a, a respect of man. He's ready to do it. So don't have your anchor in the past. Cut the anchor. Let the anchor go and move ahead. God has something greater for you. Please stand to your feet. Let us worship God. Pastor Zach, I don't know how to end this. I don't know how to end it. But I, I know in my hearts of hearts that it's for some of you. It's really for some of you. The devil wants you to get stuck. He wants you to get stuck. God don't want you to get stuck. He wants you to move ahead. But you have to create a platform where God can work. If you don't create that environment, God can't work for you. He can work for others. But you have to create something he can work with. You have to give him the bread and the fish. You have to give him something. Your, your belief, your faith, your life. And he can do it. And I promise you, he will do it. Oh, once more. I, 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 I have to hammer it in your heart and your mind. The best is yet to come. Hallelujah. Let us worship. Let us worship. Should we pray? What should we do? Huh? 
if you're ready to be prayed for, while we are worshiping, come down here. We will, we, 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 we will pray. A decision. God always work on a decision. God always work on a decision. Well, I sit here and God can meet me here. Of course he can. But he wants you to decide. To meet him. So if you want us to pray for you tonight, we will be glad to pray for you. Press in, press in, press in, press in. And, and as you are coming, let, I, I, I feel I have to tell you this too. What, what you are doing, what you are believing, as you come, as you come, what you are doing and, and you are believing, when you press in and God is, is, is moving you forward, it's not only for you, it's also for the future generations to come. I want you to hear that if you make up your heart and your mind and you decide you are not you are not you don't you don't want to be stuck in the past and you are moving forward together with the Lord it's not only for you it's also for the future generations to come it's so powerful it's so powerful what 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 happens to you when you move uh, further on it will, it will affect the, 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 the next generation and more generations to come. So, so don't be selfish. Kill the selfishness. You will bless the next, next generation. Amen. Amen. I don't, I don't know if you really catch it. I don't know if you really catch it. It's for you. Yes, it is. But it's for the next generation too. And the next generation too. And, and for, not only for your kids, but also for your grandchildren. And for your grandchildren's children. It's so powerful. Oh, if I could just boom, smack it in you. So you could see it. Even after you're gone to heaven, it's working in generations to come. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lift your hands and worship God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for joining the Celebration Podcast. For more information, visit ccacron.org or call us at 330-762-7458. You can also download the Celebration app from iTunes or the Android store. With my father, it's so hard.